Welcome to Debate Club. We are the podcast where nerds you've never heard of argue about nerd stuff. Tonight, the Debate Club is Jonathan Gretchen Wieners Grubbs, Becca Regina George Sup, and I'm your moderator, Travis Janice Ian Tidmore. <laughs> Jonathan, quit trying to make fetch happen. Tonight, we're very excited to have a very, very special guest, <laughs> you know? TV Guide's Damien, Damien Holbrook. Holbrook. Welcome, Damien. <laughs> Hello, how are you? How are you? <laughs> I was wondering as soon as you started saying my name, I'm like, how is my nickname gonna work? It's my name. Well, we just use characters from Mean Girls, then you got to be yourself. I like it. I got to be me. I gotta be me. That's the most important all, life lesson you'll ever have, Damien. It, it's all about the only life lesson it's I all about being yourself. This is a free show, kids. It's about the friends you made along the way. Exactly. There you go. There you go. I'm gonna put up like the more you know right now. I feel like I feel like that should be emblazoned on a piece of wood at Home Goods. It's Jonathan's favorite yeah. go-to joke. Hold on, I'm gonna put it on my Pinterest. <laughs> Not a sponsor. <laughs> oh god. All right. Not a sponsor. Now we're gonna get started with some nerd lines. Uh, first up. The CW's Flash, uh, is it this week? Iris West is getting superpowers and a pretty awesome looking new suit. Awesome. I think I'm yes, caught up, be this I might be a week behind. Um, yes. Anybody have comments on that? I, I think she looks great. Uh, we actually have, a, we have another photo of her in the new issue of TV Guide. It's kind of an action shot, and... Uh, it's just it's it's very cool to see Candace get to to leather suit up because I mean she's great. been great since the beginning and and it seems like everyone who's gone on the show gets to be a superhero is, except for her. She and Joe are my favorite parts <laughs> of that show. <laughs> Joe is the heart of the show, but I'm excited to see Candace yeah. suit up. Um, does she have a name? Does anyone know? Damien, do you know? All I know is that she they run into the melting pot, who is this villain who can swap DNA. So she ends up. She, I know. I was like, I'm like, that's a name. super creepy. Um, and like, charge a bunch of money for cheese desserts right. and stuff like that. Right. Like, he's a he's a fun dude. Right. He also makes fun, fun too. Right. Um, and she ends up. She ends up with Barry's powers. So I All think right. she just becomes so a, she's... a speedster. I'm nice. sure Cisco will give her something. Okay, so her powers will be to be just fast like also, the Flash. Also, while we're on the to- topic of the Arrowverse, can we just talk about the phrase the Arrowverse? Because that is the worst. Especially when you have the DCW sitting there in front of you. How is this not what we're calling this universe? The DC what? It's DCW. Because it's the CW DC shows. Oh, it's sure. the DCW oh, universe. Well... Because they're also because so far, like Black Lightning isn't going to be part of it. Yeah, you know it eventually will. Yeah, Supergirl wasn't yeah. part of it either. True, so, right? But the uh, Arrowverse well, just bothers me. And well, it's you know, it's like the Marvel universe. You know, everything's connected to that thing. That's well, yeah. I Even guess that's true. Video shows. I kind of get the feeling that they're trying to like. I think they're frankly trying to like separate themselves from the DCU right, right now because that place is going down in like a fiery flame. So they're like, no, we don't, we don't want to do like that. Joss Whedon who just exited yeah, Batman today, and also right. And then you saw like the Nightwing yeah. director said that he won't leave the project unless he's fired. So he's at least we have one director who is committed to staying on the show. 
I will right. do this movie if it's the last thing it's I now do. It's a threat. And it may be the last thing it does if it follows some of the DC movies. Well, I'm surprised that it's even still happening because they really seem to be putting Aww. so much effort into Titans, and that's Nightwing. Yeah, and and yeah. you know, with the Arrowverse. They've pretty much been like, hey, if it's going to be in one of the movies, you can't use it on TV. And so it's very strange that they're like, let's make a Nightwing movie while we're making a Nightwing but TV But then they show. also had the Flash movie in development. So it's almost like it's almost yeah, like it was right. basically them saying, no, we don't want Stephen Amell to be the Green Arrow in a movie. <laughs> well, and to be fair, they didn't want the TV Flash. It was just yeah. a big slap in the they face. They didn't want the TV Flash either. They were like, yeah, he's – well." And I believe, if I remember right, they made the announcement of the movie Flash the day the TV show premiered. Oh, God. And that's messed Aired. up. That is slightly, yeah. that's slightly rude. Like, <laughs> Congratulations on the CW. We'll be making a movie without you. It's kind of a slap in the face. <laughs> I just, I also love... I love that the press is so used to people leaving the DC universe that they have to like ask the no. Nightwing director, like, are, are you leaving? And he's like, no, I, I will be fired if I'm going to leave. Like, yes, yeah, you have to take well, this movie out of my dead is cold Aquaman, hands. Man, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. almost done. But wasn't that the no, second or third director? So they're having, they've already had test screenings for it. Okay. So, but that director was like oh, the dang. second or third one yeah. to work on that movie, right? Yeah, but I think that was more of a once James Wan became like really, really famous and like liable. I think they were like, okay, we need him. Okay. Well, and then The Flash has had like 93 directors. Mm. Um, and Wonder Woman had multiple. I just I, don't want a Flash. I do movie. like Ezra Miller. He was fantastic in uh, he was okay. Justice League. I, I like him, but I thought he was good in Justice League. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I, yeah, I, we'll I, get to I, was, I was worried that he was going to be too much Barry. Like he was just going to be like the comedy and the, I was just going to be annoyed by him, but he was a suitable amount of, of him. I still think yeah. that he, he looks like he's not completely cooked. You know, <laughs> there's something very, there's something very <laughs> exotic about him, I guess, but there's just, I feel like all of his features aren't in the right places yet. Right, like you're still shifting. He has a very distinctive look. We'll say that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's um, awesome. Anyone care that Joss Whedon has left Batgirl? I mean, I love Joss Whedon, but I also don't care about the DC movies for the most part. I think that's my biggest thing. It's just like I care so little about DC's films that someone leaving Batgirl before it's even made so, doesn't. No matter who it is, I'm like the DC eh, movies. I still. I think Justice League was great. I'm bummed that it's not going to be a two-parter. <laughs> yes, Batman versus Superman was a huge misstep, but there was stuff to love in it. Um, so I'm always rooting. Like, I'm a DC purist, but I'm actually, I'm not a Joss Whedon fan. Oh. So when I hear he's leaving something, I'm like, oh, thank God. This is a safe space. I agree. Because I'm right there with you. Writing is just a little too precious and a little too much like, look how clever I am. Yeah. Because I mean, and I love Buffy. I'll take a bullet for that show. But if you okay. go and rewatch it, you get to a point where you're like, oh, I can't take these people anymore. Oh, I, I get that. All I they was speak, just... all they, they all speak in memes. <laughs> you you did redeem yourself by saying you love Buffy because I was we were going to have to just walk over oh, yeah, right no. here. No, I handled um, Buffy from... I handled Buffy from its first day at the magazine and I, I all the way through loved it. 
I loved it. Then I have to say thank you because I remember getting the TV guide. Uh, was it the fall or would it? I guess it premiered it in the spring, been, so it would have yeah. been a spring TV preview. And I remember mm-hmm. going, that's that movie I like that no one yep. else likes, and they're making a TV show. And I checked it out, and I have loved it ever since. Yep. I got every script for the first season delivered on the same day. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I was like, oh, my God. And I was like, wait a minute. What have they done? I'm like, the movie was not good. And then I <laughs> read, like, three of the scripts, and I went to my editor, and I was like, this, this show is hysterical. And nobody believed me. <laughs> wait, so wait, the movie was the one with like Chrissy Swanson yes. and Luke Perry, yep, right? Yep. You guys, I loved that movie. <laughs> oh, I, I did too. But I was also like eight or 10 years old when it came right. out and I liked it then. See, so, so I was a little older and I wanted it to be more and it wasn't. See, I yeah. I loved it, but I was I think I was 12 or 13 when I saw it the first time. And I was like, this is fantastic. That's a pretty lady. That's pretty much what 13-year-olds <laughs> cared about. That's a pretty lady. But, and what was, the, what was the movie that she did right after it? Like Deadly Friend or something? I don't remember. Oh, God. Where she was like the robot version of the girl that died. Was It wasn't Dude, Where's My Car? God. No, that was no. several years later. That was like eight years later, and she was still playing a high schooler. Yeah. Looking, and then, looking 35. And then no one saw her again until she did Skating <laughs> with the Stars. Pretty much, yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Why did oh. they take that away from us? <laughs> I know. No, it's just me. Like, I, I know. Okay. I'm watching the Olympics, and I'm like, oh, you know what? Right. I'm like, they should probably try that again. They should have done should it right they? now with Tara Lipinski right. and Johnny Weir like, oh, hosting. That like, that was a big air bomb. Because there was the crappy one they did where it was, like, diving with the stars. That was crap. But That's a thing. Oh, it was. Oh my God, Damien! You know people get Adam Rippon to be the host oh of Skating God. with the Stars. Can yeah. you imagine how amazing that would be? He's probably just going to end up with a Bravo show. He deserves better than Bravo. Everyone will be like Rip on. <laughs> it'll be Rip on the road, and it'll be him and like a sassy black guy, like driving, <laughs> across, driving across the country teaching people how to skate. <laughs> can he? Oh my I, God! Can you imagine? So wait, here's what. This is what. This is what I want him to do. I want Adam Rippon to have his own show where it's going to be like Project Runway, where he has to design a skating outfit uh-huh. and an entire, an entire like, in, routine in a week with someone who has no idea how to skate. And it's got to be like someone from like Arkansas yes. or Alabama right. or Mississippi. So it's like Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, but it's with ice skating, and they have to wear leotards. And queer skating. Take my check now. What and see queer skating for the straight. Season two, they have Skate to do, for the streets. He has to teach people who only have one limb. <laughs> <laughs> like when they had Marley Matlin on Dancing with the Stars. Yes. This is yeah. writing itself yeah. right now. It's like, like from the mouth of God to the pen on paper. Like he doesn't have a leg to stand on, but he can still skate and do a triple lutz. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sold. Let's do it. <laughs> we just need money. Oh, God. Again, this would be a phenomenal idea. We really got off the track here, but yeah, I like it. Hey, ABC, we just made your next hit show. There you go. You're welcome. God, it'd be so great. Speaking All right. of hit shows. Uh, so we're we moving on. Yeah, speaking of hit shows, 
The Walking Dead still is going on, much to everyone's chagrin. Um, who here oh. is still watching it? No one? All right. Apparently, Lauren Cohen is living. <laughs> I thought she died like three seasons ago, so... Yeah, I, I think that was Sarah Wayne Talley who's died at that point. It she was, has since done yeah. three other shows. I just forgot that they were two different people. Well, I feel like The Walking Dead exists just for Chris Hardwick. Honestly. And, <laughs> and that's I, it. And Yvette Nicole Brown. Who's that's amazing. his career. Right. Ah, yes. I, yeah. I do kind of want to watch the newest episode just because that kid <laughs> finally dies. And... Finally. It is. It has been such a long time coming. I'm like, first of all, not a fan of children on television. So when he first showed up with that dumb fucking hat, I'm like, he needs to go. And then they like, they've been killing him off in piecemeal. Like yeah. first they blind him in one eye and like, he's just, like falling apart. And he's like 14. <laughs> That's a hard 14 years. Yeah. So I don't, I don't watch the show, but every time I see, cause the kid's like basically a grown man now. And I see him is in that he, dumb hat. Is he a grown man? Well, I mean, more or less. He's he's probably late no. teenager at this Jonathan, point. And he like, looks like he looks like a budget Freddie Highmore yeah. who has a really that's face. Fine. I'm an asshole. God. No, that's fine. But you know, Freddie Highmore is he's an adult now. He is. <laughs> he's the good. But doctor. What, I'm, what I'm saying is like it just it cracks me up that there's still like that poor guy has to go to set every day, put that dumb hat right. on. It's like you know. Just let him grow out of it as part of his character arc. Like, right. just you know what? I don't need this anymore. Here, here will make you feel, Jonathan. He was born a month after we graduated high school. Oh God, there you he go. He is eighteen years old. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And honestly, like I've been, oh, I've been gunning already. for this. I've been gunning for this kid since day one. I'm like, first of all, children will only <laughs> slow you down. You are too much attachment. You have to worry about him. This is garbage. Kill him. And then, like, they killed other kids on the show. So I was like, fine, let's kill this one. It'll have more emotional depth. And then this Lauren Cohen, I tweeted out this week. Like, I believe that her character is actually going to die at the hands of her own bad accent. <laughs> because that thing, that thing is, so, it's like, it's 1970s sitcom laughable. It's like smoking the bandit bad. Yes. <laughs> It's like Julianne Moore trying to speak with a British accent yeah. bad. Yeah. Or like, Sorry. That so is she is she attempting like a, a Georgia Southern? Is that what she's it, attempting? It sounds like she's or trying to do like deaf Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say deaf? Deaf, yeah. Like it's just like this weird muddied sound that comes out of her mouth with a twang. Oh, she's what? trying to have like a redneck Riviera accent. Yeah. Like she's trying to be fancy. Yeah. Buy you, babe. She's from your neck of the woods, apparently. She was born in Philly. Was she? Oh, I should probably be nicer then. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you know we don't do. Good I want to know what her Philly accent sounds like. I want to hear what her Philly accent sounds like. So here's something even weirder. Her agent is named Jimmy Darmody, mm-hmm. which was the character on Bro- Boardwalk Empire, wasn't it? Oh, shit. It was, wasn't it? It was. She doesn't have a real agent, is what I'm hearing. She just made one up, and that was the best name she could come up with. (laughs) She's like, shmimmy, shmimmy. Yeah, it is. That's um, so weird. It's the Michael Pitt guy. Michael Pitt Pitt plays him. Yeah. Oh, you mean mean poor man's Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah. (laughs) He is. He is the dollar store DiCaprio. I remember when he was on Dawson's Creek, and I was like, oh, they got Leonardo. Oh, no, they didn't. Yeah. 
they got and people the... were like, oh, he's so hot. And I was like, oh, God, he's really not. He, he looks, looks like, a little anemic. He looks like Leonardo DiCaprio got melted a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, there's only like yeah. several angles that he looks good, and most of them are from behind. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you know, yeah. friend of the podcast, Michael yeah. Pitt. Very sorry. Friend of the pod. You could probably get him because I don't think he's doing anything anymore. Like, nobody will hire him. <gasps> wait, wasn't, wait, wasn't he in Hedwig and the Angry Inch? On, on Broadway? The movie? No, no, the movie. I don't was he? I think so... he was. I think he was. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that have been Welcome before to his time? We IMDb Inch? actors. Yeah. But apparently he's doing oh yeah he totally was oh god he was in ghost in the shell too also he's in detective chinatown 2 which sounds like a made-up movie seriously because some of the i keep on thinking that's a pokemon movie title (laughs) the one that ryan reynolds is doing i'm like that sounds like that title oh he was in hannibal oh he was mason verger on on hannibal that's right yep yeah, he's not good. There he is. Not good. All right. Now that we've effectively oh. bashed Michael Pitt to death, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, topic <laughs> one, sticking with DC. Uh, is it Sci-Fi's Krypton coming out soon? Um, yes. Damien, you got a chance to watch the pilot today. Is that correct? Yes, I did. It is. Um, so it's starting, I want to say it's in March. I think it's, it's late March, March 21st. Um, and I was on set back in December in Belfast. So we saw these like massive sprawling sets and just like gorgeous costume designs and talked to the whole cast, but they couldn't tell us anything because there had been like extensive reshoots in the pilot. So it was finally available. They finally posted it today. And it is, I'm so happy with this pilot. It is so smart. It's Mm. good. It's not corny. It's closer to like a Battlestar Galactica kind of feel. Oh, I was just so gonna ask cool. that. That's yeah. awesome because that's the and, opposite of what yeah. I expected you to say. No, yeah, I was I was so worried, and then you know, like having seen the sets, I was like, well, this isn't like shiny, happy Smallville kind of stuff. And the character of Superman's grandfather um, is actually a really interesting and likable character. He's not like a do-gooder, Aww. but he's also not like a faux bad boy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He's actually just kind of like resentful and i i was so impressed and i've heard that the second episode is even more exciting so i'm really happy about that cool yeah i think i think people are going to be really happy with this because it's set 200 years before the planet blows up so it's not even one of those things where you're like well we know how the story ends right right right. yeah because even if even if this runs as long as like the simpsons (laughs) you still won't get close to the explosion of the planet Right. This okay. is not going to be like some. I guess my question is like so. When I was reading like kind of a, a little bit of information about the TV show, um, it made me think of because you touched base on it about uh, Battlestar Galactica, and it reminded me of Caprica. And yes. I had such high hopes for that show, such high high hopes for that show, and then it all became like that huge allegory for what right. is it, the Church of Latter Day Saints right. or something, or some kind of offshoot of like, Christianity. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm like, I, this isn't going to be like a strange, you know, vehicle for like Scientology or anything, is it? Like, no, but it does definitely, it plays (laughs) on the idea of, um, like it's, 
it's basically a um, theocracy. So there is a religious, religious based government running the, the planet. Hmm. What's that okay. like? It's really interesting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but it's, and you know what? Caprica got so much better as it got closer to the end of its run. It did. Because yeah. I feel like they righted the ship a little bit, but then it got canceled. And the cool thing is, Paula Malcolmson, who was in Caprica, is in this. Oh, is, good. Good, good, good. Is yeah. Kalel's grandfather's name Sieg L? Egg. Egg, okay. It, IMDb has it with an yeah. S in front of it, and I was like, Sieg Isle sounds no, no, very No, it's Sieg. No, it's Sieg. It's, no, it's, 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 it's Sieg. Wait, spell it. S-E-Y-G. Yeah, that's that's okay. misspelled. It's actually just okay. S-E-Y-G. Yeah. So it's so it's Seg L. Yep. So is that a nod to Jerry Siegel, the creator oh, of Superman? Yes. Oh, I should ask yes. that. Where Good did job. You go. Siegel oh, Schuster. Yeah. Good job, Jonathan. It's oh. Like you're a nerd. Well done. But also, but isn't Se- <laughs> I think Segel is actually from the canon. Is it okay? But see, this is my own ignorance. That's I know probably a bit, who they enough. named him after. Yeah, there's some. Um, there's some characters who I think actually in the canon he's actually spelled with yes, the Y, okay. and that's why they have it in. But there, because there were a couple books um, that kind of did the history of um, Krypton, and the characters that are in this, some of them are pulled from. Would that, that be the World of Krypton series? Yes, which was cited heavily on set because Cameron Cuff, who's playing Seg, is a massive Superman awesome. nerd. Oh, that's good. Like, like, so is uh, this, like so, born and bred Superman nerd. It's really sweet. Nice. So is this is this so this is like a story of Superman's grandfather as a young man? So he's a young man and okay. and it's been revealed in the trailers and everything. What happens is um his family has been stripped of their rank because his okay. grandfather has been um trying to experiment or trying to prove that there's life beyond their planet. Oh, interesting. And then some things happen and then um, Adam strange comes from the future and tells Seg like, you have to, you have to become this person because your grandson will become the world's greatest hero. Interesting. Oh, nice. So there's like a little bit of like prophecy foretelling. And you actually have someone from modern day coming because Adam strange is a time traveler. He can show up. That is much more intriguing than, yeah. I'm actually really into this. Yeah, it's really very, very I'll be cool. honest. I heard Krypton and I was like, yeah. Is there a reason why that sci-fi picked it up and not d- the WB? I don't, or- I don't know. Yeah, like, w? I don't. I, you know, I, I guess because they already have like the Supergirl stuff there. Well, and I think. Yeah. So you probably. Huh. Um, so this won't be part I of that it's universe. the same reason Gotham is on Fox and not the CW because hmm. it's not really related I feel like all of the CW shows have a very, I don't know, I don't know how to describe them. They have a very sort of like happy-go-lucky feel to them versus like of mm. Gotham. I don't, I don't mean that in a in a schmaltz. Well, I mean way, it's like atmospheric. They're, they're, yeah, they've got right. they've got like a certain type of atmosphere where I think if you want to get real dark, yeah. like a Battlestar Galactica yeah. feel, right. it's not going to fit necessarily well on the CW. Right, you can do it on the cable show where like they can actually curse a little bit sometimes and be a little bit more right. graphic, and like even Gotham gets away with more than CW, they would yeah. on the CW. Right, like Gotham this season has been like so violent and bloody. I love it. Oh, that's still a thing. 
I'm just kidding. Oh yeah, <laughs> I gave up halfway through season one. Yeah. Oh, see, that's the thing. That's that's what happened to so many people. And season two, talk about writing the ship. Like they finally figured out everything that was wrong with season one, got rid of it, and then they just went like full bore crazy into the comic stuff. And it's so much fun. Maybe I'll give it another chance eventually, but I don't know when. I don't ever have time. You're so you're like scorned. You're like a really? scorned lover. Yeah. Really, I just betray. have too much stuff that I watch all the time. Too many yeah. shows. Yeah. Um. Anybody else have anything else on Krypton? No, I'm I'm actually excited to watch it now. I was I couldn't have cared less, but hey, knowing what I've discovered, yeah, I'll check. Damien, it out. if yeah. sci-fi is not paying you, they should be because. I was not going to watch the show. Yeah, that's now I am. amazing. Yeah. No, it is. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for people to see it. I really think that I, I feel like it kind of fit, it fills that that opening that all the superhero shows are kind of missing, or like the one that the, this is like the story that hasn't been done. Yeah, you know, where we see all the versions of things, but this is like nobody knows really what the history of Krypton was. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And the showrunners are pretty good too. Yeah. Oh, crap. Yeah. Dang. Although I didn't know that Goyer was on it. Mm, yep, he's on yeah, it. That, yeah, and Cameron Welsh, who is basically the showrunner, is um, he looks like he could be in a boy band. <laughs> it's amazing. He's like he's got like perfect hair and skinny jeans, and it's just very frustrating. <laughs> we should put him on the skating with the stars I'm like, with Adam Riffon. We'll change that. He could be super cute and also get to run a show. And he was a yeah, one or the other. He was a producer on Ash versus Evil Dead and Constantine. All right, yeah. Also, he's got a nice little background too. Yeah. Dang, this talent is stacked on this show. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Oh, I'm now. I'm really excited. All, All right, right, let's move on to topic two. We're gonna go back a few months to justice league and hear damien's take (laughs) so we were talking about the dc universe earlier yes i stand i stand i stand by justice league as a very solid b plus movie oh i will give it a b plus i enjoyed it uh the worst parts of it were the cgi okay so are we talking about the lip uh that and the villain and the big fight at the end all the cgi were awful but yes the lip being a big a lot part of CGI. so the lip thing like it initially threw me and then it didn't really bother me and it's possibly because they spent so much time with just henry cavill shirtless but you were paying <laughs> attention. Like, that's honestly, a good one to start with honestly they could have like microsoft painted his head off and i wouldn't have known <laughs> well, i'm pretty sure microsoft paint is what they used to remove the mustache so yeah it, it was and also there was a horrible cgi sequence in the cornfield back at the kent house that looked yeah. it looked like something out of like a high school musical and the backdrop was just like kind of moving in the wind <laughs> yes uh, but i still like, i think i think cavill's like I think Superman in this one was way more entertaining than versions before. Yes, I think you know Aquaman was great. I liked the I liked the Flash so much because I was worried that I wasn't. Obviously, Gal Gadot is awesome. Um, clearly, Ben Affleck just needs to go. Hmm. Like he just seems exhausted with being himself. <laughs> I think he's just exhausted. Yeah, with life and. The, yeah, the mistakes he's made. So many, 
so many. Um, but I still like I I walked out of the theater like I was in the movies thinking like waiting for it to get bad. Like I was waiting for it to go to that place where it was just like, why is this still happening? Um, but I loved it. I really enjoyed it. I would go see it again, but it was going to be like sixteen dollars. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> I I went in expecting it to be terrible, and I was thoroughly surprised, which I think I've said on the podcast when we talked about it. But I feel like they finally got Superman right. Yep. Um, yeah. And it just happened to be right with a terrible fake lip. Yeah, that's it. That was it. Like, I, if I would put it, it was far better than Avengers 2. No, mm-hmm. I can. Because Age of Ultron was horrible. I, I did not like did not Avengers like 2 either. I, I, would put it, I, I would put it ahead of Guardians 2. Hmm. And I, I would put it, I would put it ahead of Doctor Strange. I thought Doctor Strange was just like, what the fuck is happening? I, I, I think that was just, <laughs> just like, what you're supposed like, to think. Just a man running around in a cape, throwing like. I loved at it. People. I bet that movie would be great. I liked it more than I liked it Guardians Galaxy too. I feel like it was. Oh, yeah, for it, sure it, was, it, was. it was definitely peak Tilda. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's all I care about. Tilda Swinton. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, have her in everything. Like, just have her do the ensemble cast but, for the next Justice League. Just have but, her play everyone. Thro- but throw her in as that character, like just that yeah. weird, like omnisexual, bald Asian woman who's not. You know, I just, just have like her in Like, put her in the next Big Little Lies. I don't care. <laughs> I I really like her as Gabriel and Constantine. Nice. Well done. Yeah, she was in Constantine Same as the angel Gabriel. Wow. Let me ask you guys this. So, as far as like DC Universe movies are concerned, it seems to me that the the better they do better when they have an ensemble cast. Yeah. Would you guys agree with uh, that? I I Mostly would not most? because Wonder Woman. They've had three movies with ensemble casts that I will say were like ensemble cast those would be batman versus superman suicide squad and justice oh god so you're one Um, for three okay um i think yeah and they're better when they have wonder woman in them two out of three yep and she was the best part of batman versus Mm -hmm. superman so Oh, clearly. Yeah. That, yeah. And yeah. her music, her entrance music. Was so just it's really phenomenal. just mm-hmm. stop making anything else except Wonder Woman movies and move on. Wonder Woman also, movies. while we're on Perfect. the DCU, do we really need Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker? No, no, we do, do we, not. We do not you. ever. I'm sorry. Wait, 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 oh, wait, 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 rewind. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. No, dude. Wait, wait, what? Uh, they're making a Joker movie that is not part of the justice league universe and now Joaquin phoenix is in talk to play the joke okay it's like is this going to be like an origin story of him no it's going to be like Catwoman. yeah where it's not oh, connected. God, so, yeah god and, and wait so is this because at one point weren't wasn't martin scorsese talking about making a joker movie is this that? yeah i don't know if he's still <gasps> involved god I oh um, man That'd be awful. I believe the term we're looking for. Oh, no. 
he's no longer involved. It is now a Todd Phillips standalone movie. Oh, yeah, there it is. Because oh, that guy's... I don't think it needs to I don't think... Can it's... we just start over except for Gail Godot? Godot? I don't know how to say her last name. Untitled Joker origin mm. movie. Good God. And look at all the other... Look at his list of things in development. He's got an Orphan no, X project. He did so, The Hangover. All three of them, guys. Oh, That's, he made I'm, one I'm movie done. and then no, remade it twice more. Yeah. The Hangover oh, 2 is one of the worst oh, things I've ever God. seen in my entire life. Oh, God. That movie That movie made me so angry. I was watching I'm like, I've seen this movie a year ago. I watched it at the Alamo Draft House on 6th Street with alcohol, and it still sucked. There oh, was man, not enough alcohol in that theater <laughs> to make it a good movie. Oh, God. His movie lineup is just so um, it's upsetting. I think what... I, I think it's Ghost upsetting Army. because he has any movies in development. So many it movies should in really, development. Why are people should, giving him including, money? Including, including it should really stop chin. after the hangover part. Fuck off. Nope. I gotta see this. Hollywood's a weird man. It's like you if you make if if you make three comedies that gross over a hundred million dollars each, you're you're gonna get work uh, for the next fifteen. Even if years. those movies are terrible. Oh my god, so, he's yeah. a producer of Project X. I f- oh, I'm I'm wait. getting angry. I'm going to start throwing my No, not the Matthew Broderick the, Project X. Wait, wait, wait. This is the Project drunken X. teen right. party okay. no. movie Sh- showing my age. Yeah, it was remember there was like that like a uh, Facebook article that went viral or whatever like this kid sent out an invitation. He's like, "Okay, just like a couple of friends can come over to my house and rage." And yeah. like 10,000 people came or something ridiculous like that. And then and that's essentially what this was. And then Todd Phillips was like, like "Oh, let's oh that sounds movie. like a good movie." And they just took the idea and made it. But not it. giving credit to the yeah. real story. It can we look at Todd Phillips' picture for a second that's on IMDb? It looks like they took Jeffrey Dean Morgan's face and smushed it a little bit. Oh, good God. Kind of. They're just like, oh, oh yeah. we're going to just, oh. just, you know, when you play that game, you, you take your fingers and you pinch Wait, people's and heads. He, yeah. And he also, it looks, looks like. Like they, it looks like they crossed, like, is it Jason <laughs> yes. Jones from the detour? Oh, yeah. Yes. With Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yes, with like Richard Greco hair that's been like, just like, Yeah, sorry, and then, that's a deep just cut. Like a, and there's just like a, there's also just like a pinch of cloud. And then gave him a ton of coke. Just a little bit. His yeah. eyes are really <laughs> Yeah. But no, the description oh. of the Psycho Funky Chimp movie, it follows a 26-year-old who buys the rarest of Pez dispensers, the Psycho Funky Chimp, a purchase that attracts vultures, thieves, and fanboys, and makes him question whether he is really ready to grow up. I just died while you read that. I'm gonna. I have to go throw myself out the window. You guys, here's the thing: that movie will make millions. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, it, it, hurts. it hurts! It hurts! <laughs> it burns! Oh God, oh. I hate everything yeah. well that's so yeah we that's do not that. need yeah we do not need a joker movie especially not, from not. Todd especially not from the creator of the hangover hey guys he also did project x yeah he did. so maybe yeah. we still don't need a joker movie from him all right 
but wait, is is um I think what's his face? Scorsese is still attached to produce. He's still producing it, which just seems like a, okay. a oh, death. Wish. I have been waiting for the Todd you know, Phillips Scorsese mashup movie for a long time. Yeah. I'm glad it's finally happening. Dear and Joaquin death. Phoenix being like Joaquin Phoenix is like fifty. <laughs> This is just like geriatric. He's forty three. So by the time this movie actually happens, he'll be forty five or forty six, or roughly the age of Jack Nicholson in Batman. Yeah, right. which was so, superior. So how right. are we gonna go? Yeah, really. After Heath Ledger died, why did anyone the, ever try to you retire the, the jersey? Yeah, yeah just, you retire the jersey after that. Although you have to be to a be bold fair, motherfucker to think that you can take on the role of Joker after that. Like to that be is fair. Jared Leto's performance was a hot ball of shit. Oh, good God. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair. Like, I would actually like them to, to like, open the second one by saying, like, oh, that wasn't the Joker. It was a madman impersonating the Joker. And then having to get (laughs) shot in the head by the real Joker. And then just just never bring him back. It's just, just and you just. Jordan Cantolano again. You just yes. see a hand shoot him, and you hear uh, Heath Ledger laugh, and then that's the end of it. That's it. And then they're like, the Joker is dead. We're the Suicide Squad without him. Yes. They have to pick up the pieces of the Suicide Squad after Why? Joker gets Why? killed. They're Why? like, how do we go on? How do we move, how on? We move on? And to be <laughs> fair, while we're we at it, can we go ahead and kill off everyone else that was in Suicide Squad? No. No. Uh... <laughs> Yes. No, they, they, no, they, they Margot Robbie terrible. was phenomenal. Except for her, her accent, own, which her was own movie. her I accent. I could not give a shit about her accent. Well, she was still probably one of the best parts of the entire freaking movie. So oh, she was the best part of the movie. I still wish they would kill them all off. They are the Suicide yeah. Squad and start over. Yeah. And maybe give them I, a villain that's not nonsense. I still don't know who the villain was or what their mission was. Wasn't it Enchantress I, I, or something? Something. I gave that movie literally 12 minutes. I watched. <laughs> I, I was like, okay, I might as well just give it a look. And I, after about 10 to 12 minutes, I was like, nope, yeah. I'm going to watch something else. I just like to say it's, I just call it a Viola Davis movie. Yeah. <laughs> the, Viola Davis is Suicide Squad. It's like a music video. That's all it was. When I was watching it, I'm like, this is basically like 24 music videos shot back to back. Like, because there's no cohesiveness at all during the entire movie. No. I'm like, well, that's I mean, cool. It, yeah, I think the second half of it was a complete rewrite, and mm-hmm. they just never altered the story in the first half of it. Well, yeah. so nothing I, I added up. I think if you watch the first half, has three introductions of the main characters. So I oh, think yeah. they reshot the beginning as well, but then they forgot to take off the original beginning. Well, you guys know what happened, don't you? Like the when they were posting that movie, they like at a certain point the studio got rid of the editorial team oh, and God. David Ayer's team. And basically handed the editing of the picture over to the company that cut trailer? the trailer. <laughs> that's hey, why I found a bunch of music videos. Oh my makes God, sense. that's why. I do, exactly. Jonathan, as that someone who used to make trailers, is that a good idea? That's a terrible yeah. idea. Just wanted to clarify. Yeah. Um, and also, yeah. whenever that you hinge, opinion. when you hinge your when you hinge your basic you, like you, the the central villain was supposed to be Enchantress, and that was Cara Delevingne. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not exactly the spectrum of talent. 
No, she's not known for that breath like, of acting. The show, <laughs> like her, her special power was dead eyes. <laughs> yeah. Her special power was not acting. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, I will say, the way that she transforms from normal to the Enchantress was pretty cool. I did think that Didn't was pretty cool. Didn't we see that already in the craft, though? Yeah, thank you. Was thank like you. Yeah, thank yeah. you. See, I don't... Oh, God, I need to watch that movie again. It's been so long. Just... That's who should have played Enchantress should have been for... What was her? Feruza Balk. Feruza Balk. Speaking of one of my all-time least from, favorite From movies, our favorite film. Return to Oz. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Nightmare. That thing. That was a nightmare maker. That's exactly what it was. Oh, they should not. remake that, like shot for shot, remake it. Yes. When I say it's no good, I'm fully aware it's a terrible film, but I love it. I mean, when you say it's, it's so disturbing. good, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, it's awful and full of nightmares, and the we that are still okay. make me want to die. All right, moving on to our classic topic. Since we have TV Guides Damien here, we're going to talk about TV reboots, and we're going to come up with our definitive top five TV reboots and our bottom five TV reboots. Um, so let's start with the top. Becca, throw out a show that was rebooted that you love. Battlestar Galactica. Oh, you took mine. going for it. Out of the gate. Yeah. Nothing but heat. Yeah. Jonathan? Well done. Thank you, sir. Uh, I'm going to go back in time a little bit, and I'm going to say the 80s reboot of uh, The Twilight Zone. Oh, my God. Wow. You are oh. going Wait, was that deep. Was the movie, though? Was that the what? movie? No, no, no. They, so they did it. After they did John show, Landis murdered three wrong? people with a helicopter, they right. then made a TV series. <laughs> They're like, you know what would be <laughs> great? <laughs> you know what would be a great show? That movie that killed kids. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I am going to go. That won't be the worst thing that Jonathan Landis has done. We're yeah. Done. <laughs> I am. I'm going to go with something very, very current, and I'm going to go with the reboot of Queer Eye. I've heard Ooh, wonderful uh, things. No. I've heard it's fantastic. It is phenomenal. I did not expect it. I was not. I didn't ask for a Queer Eye reboot. I don't think anyone did. They not only did they do an incredible job of recasting the Fab Five; these new guys are great. But the cases they do are so interesting, and I just loved it. I binged it last weekend and then started watching it again. I think that's going to be my next Dang, watch with the wife. I think that's going to be a fun one. Oh, she'll watch, love it. I guess that would be my turn. I am going to go with yes, the new Ducktales, which I really like. It's very good, and the, the cast is phenomenal. So, oh, I know right. one of the it's like Tenant and uh, Tenant, a couple others, and, right? Uh, Bobby Moynihan and uh, Lynn Manuel Cosgrove. Lynn Manuel Miranda is going to be on uh, an episode or two. Um, Huey, Dewey, and Louie are Bobby Moynihan, Danny Pudi, and Ben Schwartz. And then nice. Nice. Kate Micucci, like Beck Bennett. Um, it's just a fantastic cast. So, and nice. And uh, right. Margot Martindale is playing Ma Beagle, so she's basically playing her character. From yes. Oh, God. So it is pretty great. Uh, oh, Becca, you got another one? Amazing. Um. Nope. Hmm. If you don't, that's fine. 
Jonathan? Come back to me. I got to think about this. Uh, okay, so reboot. How do we feel about the new Twin Peaks? I was going to say that counts. I hate right? it. I would put it at the bottom okay. for me. Is it... I would tell. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, we're going to fight on that Sorry. one. Yeah. I mean, not Sorry. really. <laughs> well, me and Jonathan say it's the tops, and you guys say it's the bottom. Well, how does it feel to be wrong? Yeah, you can't help how you were born. Sorry, guys. Um... <laughs> oh, that, that got real harsh real quick. Uh, Damien, do you have a, f- another favorite reboot? Uh, let's see. God, I can't believe you went with Battlestar so early. I had that was to. Good. I had to. I'm sorry. Yeah. It, it is the best. That would have been my first. You know, I think the, uh, if Becca hadn't said, I really, you know, I it pains me to say this because I think people will. I, you know what? I'm going to go with the two twofer. Ooh. The TNT reboot of Dallas. Ooh. Really? And the, CW, and the CW's current reboot of Dynasty. I think both of them hit Dang. all of the marks that they needed. Those are some yeah. good dark horses right there. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Ooh. Anybody working on a Falcon Crest reboot? <laughs> oh, heaven. It would be heaven. What about a Rubbington I, Steel? I, really... I want a Rubbington Steel. Actually, I think they oh, are. I think Remington Steel was a reboot that they're like looking to do. Seriously? Hmm. <gasps> be yeah. still my I, heart. That'd be great. I wish we were recording this after March 30th so I could say reboot. Crickets again? There's a cartoon yeah. show that Netflix is bringing back. It's called Reboot. No, that's just you, kid. No. All right. You're making things up now. Yeah, you got to sit there and live in I've this. I've got a good one. Just live in um, it. Well, although I don't know if this will necessarily constitute as a reboot. Um, how do you lads feel about Girl Meets World? Okay. That I, be... I feel that's more of a sequel. No. Okay. But all right. well, it has all of the cast. For... No. I, I, I take that back because it does have right because it has the cast. Yeah. Before, so I okay. would say yes because I love that show and I'm still sad it was good. Canceled. Perfect. Good. Me too. I loved it. I thought it was a very good and important show for young children, and it bummed me out. Okay. Sorry, that was my nice little after school moment. I'm gonna throw one more in here, even though I've only watched like two episodes of it, but the new MS. T3K. Oh. Yeah. Which I really all right. like. All right. So. I haven't watched it at all. I completely forgot that it was on. <laughs> the first two episodes were good. Okay. All right. Let's oh. go for. All right. Let's make a. Oh, no one said Will and Grace. See, I don't consider that a reboot as much as a continuation. Yeah, that's like <laughs> the same thing with the X Files. Like, that doesn't. Right. Like, they didn't. Yeah. Like, they just well, up. so that's what, so that was why I was asking about Twin Peaks because it is different and new, but it's right. kind of a continuation. I think that one's enough of a but not, but not really difference. Um, enough of a sort of reimagining. Yeah. Well, then I then okay. So then by that logic, I think the X Files should count and it should go towards the bottom. The bottom. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was gonna say. I would also yeah. agree with that. Yeah. Uh, anybody, has anybody watched the new this last season? God no. No. Because no? yeah. I again. Burn, burn by the first one. I watched three yeah. episodes of the last season. I was like, mm, I'm good. 
I think so I made it to uh, Kumail Nanjiani's episode, and then I was like, That's "And there me. were only six of yeah. them. there were only six yeah. of them last season." Exactly. And I, couldn't I hate make the it. anthology ones. I hate the anthology episodes of X Files. I like the Monster yeah. Week, like Monster Feature. It's my favorite. So. I, I yeah. want to add one more to the best of because what I've seen is fantastic, and it stars a uh, friend of the show, Stephen Tobolowski. And I'm going to say one yeah. day at a time. Ooh. Oh God, that's phenomenal! It's it's that is so. When good. I say star, I mean like guest stars. Yeah, no, but, that is that 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 reboot is tremendously good. So I didn't even know that was a reboot. Was on yeah, it. yeah, it is, it is beautiful, actually. And it's the same guy who did it back in the day. Uh, who is Norman Lear? Oh shit! Yes. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's really good. You guys, I oh, you know what? I will say it was actually been really fun to watch as uh, Lethal Weapon, the TV series. Oh, that one's been really, okay. really fun. Well, and it's because I, I don't, I just like it. I thought it was. It's on its second season. It's been a lot of fun to watch. Uh, mm-hmm. I just All think right. it's got a solid cast, and they keep on delivering. Like every single episode is. It's got that wonderful um blend and marriage of just kind of the the smart uh fuck it you know what i don't even know what i'm talking about anymore it's fun. no it's fun it's like lucifer it's fun it and it has action and it's well written right yeah all right and it's on you... fox and it's one of the strongest performing fox shows that i've seen in a long time yeah. so yeah yeah so. do we want to narrow that down to a top five and then list the bottom or do we want to go ahead and list the bottom Ooh, let's, hmm. let's start from the bottom now we're here. Okay. So what are your least favorite reboots? Damien? Heroes Reborn. Ooh. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Fucking ear high five. Good call. Good God. You know what's amazing is you know how Facebook shows you what you've posted like years ago? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I have one from whenever this was announced that popped up today and oh god because it was announced uh let's see four years ago today and i said once upon a time there was an extremely entertaining show called heroes sadly that show passed away midway through its second season although people tried to revive it for two more seasons to no avail today nbc announced its intention to drag its rotting corpse back out to display to the public (laughs) exactly nailed it I think I watched exactly. 15 minutes of that and gave up. Yeah. It was honestly, that was the, probably the first time I was like, oh, that's the, that's the show nobody has asked yeah, for. Yep. Nobody was crying for a reboot of that. We basically wanted a refund of our time from the final yep. two seasons. <laughs> Jesus. Fact. Jonathan? Worst? Oh, man. Worst? I don't watch enough TV to have an opinion uh, how was the 24 re-up or was that just a continuation of the story didn't they do one years no, later they did one with john boyega a few years after uh, and... no it wasn't boyega it was uh, it was another black man. no it was john boyega <laughs> no oh, no, no it was, he was uh, the, no uh the guy from godzilla the guy is not godzilla um yeah, Kong, but John Skull Boyega Island. was in oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 24 with Kiefer Sutherland that came back. Oh, so, that one. Okay, all right. I thought you meant the one where they like, did I'm Legacy. Just, so, to be fair, 
I am not just confusing yes. all black people for one another. I am confusing yes. two different right. crappy 24 reboots with each other. So Exactly. Yes. I knew John Boyega was a Just one to of clarify. <laughs> okay. All right. Yes. Oh, you, guys, you are clear. Wait, hold on. I want to add one to the, the better, the best list. Westworld. Okay. Oh. Oh, but that's not a reboot of a show. Oh well. Oh, oh yeah. But then so Lethal Weapon wouldn't count yeah, then, also. Yeah. So oh, then right, take yeah. both off. Okay, that's fair. All right. Oh, all right. Okay. That's fair. I'll concede. Any more crappy reboots? I mean, I know there's a ton. Uh, I'm gonna throw Joey on because I'm gonna say it counts as a reboot of. It's a continuance. The Carol. Oh, that's a spinoff. That's mm. a spinoff. Yeah. Because if you say Joey, then I'm going to put Fraser up at the top. Okay, so. I removed right. Joey. Yeah. Well, that'll be our next time. We'll have to talk about best and worst spinoff. <laughs> best and worst spinoff. Yeah. I need some clarification. So, can I say, well, would Gilmore Girls count or no? Because well, this was awful. As yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> I feel that that, that counts. Okay, good. And it should go at, at, the, the, very at the very bottom. Okay, good. It, it counts at only the, because it's at the bottom. Actually, Sub bottom, yeah. <laughs> so we could have the the worst five. No, no, bottom, and it was like more girls was not was like worse than match. Heroes Reborn. We'll get back. To, uh, we'll come back no, to this. It was. No, we'll come back to this. It was all right. Let's watch. Okay, so who's watching Fuller House then? Oh shit! I liked it. <laughs> but to be fair, I also drank like a bottle of Vuv Clico before I watched the first season, so it was great. It, it was is fucking fancy, kids. Did it up right? It is terrible fancy uh any other oh, it was terrible don't get me wrong. any other worst of what else is netflix rebooted i feel like they reboot like every other show um okay so i'm gonna say the reboot of arrested development was garbage i would i would agree to that i still yeah, haven't watched the last two episodes uh, lost they got a new lost they got a, they got a new lost in space with, coming out so it's with a gender bender dr smith parker posey is dr yes smith. With Parker Posey, yes. so that's the only thing where I'm like, I might um, check that out just I, for that. I, yeah, I might check it out. I just after being burned so hard by Altered Carbon, I'm just kind of like, oh, I've heard good things about Altered Carbon. We'll discuss. Okay, we'll sidebar it. It takes a it takes a lot to love okay. it. Okay. Um. Um. I'm. I'm going to say, and it pains me because I wanted to love it so much and I stuck with it all the way to the end. V. Ooh, a good call. As a person oh, who watched the original with my parents when I was probably far too young to watch yeah. it, I was disappointed with V as well. Yeah. Loved, loved Ooh. the original. You know what was, what was yeah, crap? Night Rider. <sighs> the reboot of Night Rider. Yes. Yes, awful. It's just it was unfortunate. Yeah. It was NBC. NBC went on like this reboot, like ride where it was like Knight Rider, the Bionic Woman, Bionic Woman. Oh my yeah. god! You guys, we could just mention '80s TV it, shows, and there was right. probably a reboot by. Well, MacGyver is currently on the air, but I have not watched Wait, it. Hold the fuck up! Yeah. Hold the fuck up! There was a reboot of Get Smart with Andy Dick. Oh yeah, it was one of the first shows that I handled at the magazine. Yes. Oh shit! I'm sorry. Yeah. That sounds like it's. It was terrible. like when Fox Fox was just starting, and oh god, yeah. I am so sorry. It was rough. That sounds. This terrible. is not a reboot. Yeah. What was it? Oh, it, 
Uh, Viper? Does anyone remember that show? <laughs> was Wait, that like it was the car, the Dodge Viper, that yeah. could like transform into other colors of a Dodge Viper, basically? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently there was a season in 94... <laughs> And according to IMDb, there was a season, a series from 96 to 99. Yes. What? Fuck like off. Oh, God, what you know, were we, guys? Wait, was was it, um, was it NBC and I think then syndicated? It was. And so I guess it, so yeah, like they it was walk. a revival, oh. not a, oh, guys, that show was so bad. And I watched a whole lot of it. I think I think Sean, my brother. I think I think I don't want to misspeak, but I think he watched it sometimes. I have a vague memory of it as a kid. It was trash. All right, do we have enough? Let's let's narrow these down. Um, <laughs> all right, I'm going to repeat the uh, bottom shows we have, and we're going to narrow it down into the worst. We've got Twin Peaks, mm-hmm. which is also in the top. Okay. Uh, the X Files, Heroes Reborn, twenty four times two because there were two crappy reboots. Gilmore Girls. Fuller House, Arrested Development, V, Knight Rider, and Bionic Woman. So let's oh. go from five being the least bad to one being the worst. Let's start with five. What is the least worst of these? <laughs> I guess first we need... God, these just, are all no, really let's start with the bad. Worst. What, what is the absolute right. worst of these? I would say like, the absolute worst has Gilmore to be girls. Gilmore Girls. It has to be. It has to be. Because the hope that it promised. Did you guys forget the last season of Gilmore Girls? Because it was better than that. Mm. Look, I still have some really... I'm still really, really sensitive because they canceled Bunheads. So I I got a real... That was one of my favorite fucking shows of all time. So I'm still... As a person who rewatched all of Gilmore Girls for the reboot, um, it is way better than the last season of Gilmore Girls. I cannot say it's the worst All right, because so then it is I guess better I would... than the last season. So that okay. So then Heroes Reborn goes at the bottom. I'm fine with that. No. Oh, it's just I hated every single character except for Paris and Michelle on Gilmore Girls right. in the reboot. And that's what, four hours? I'm sorry. I have to well oh, so here's God. the problem is I, I liked it was it, year in life. But I I would have to say Fuller House is worse, but then I realized Fuller House was a trash show based on a trash show. It was terrible. And right, so right. It's not like we were like, oh my God, this is going to be so good. I will. I know, but this is, so I will say my, the one thing I have to say about Goldmore Girls and then I'll shut up is that, the reboot of it or like the continuation, the year in the girl girl Gilmore Girls, the best thing about that show was the guys in Gilmore yep. Girls. Like it was it, it, nothing about the show, nothing about the title was good at all except Emily. She was the best Gilmore girl. Yeah. yeah. Always and forever. But like Jesse, Luke, all of them so much better than everyone else. I, agree. I would say I agree. And the fact that if you rewatch the show, I would say that the guys were for the most part usually better than the girls because they were kind of awful. Yeah. yeah. Same thing in the TV show Girls on HBO. What is that about? Oh. Like all the guys are far yeah. more interesting. Sorry. Well, and also the fact that the Gilmore Girls reboot like basically just completely shit on the, the legacy by having mm-hmm. Rory actually grow up to repeat her mother's mistake. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll allow it to be number two, but it's not worse than <laughs> okay. Heroes Reborn. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, well, 
Um, I'll agree to disagree. I would put the X Files next then. Okay, I will give you that because I think part of those because it's like that even odd thing where like the the monster episodes are great. Yeah, the, but that's only two of them like, out yeah. of twelve. The episode with Kumail Nanjiani was fantastic, and part of that though was because yeah, he's such a huge X X Files fanboy that it was fun getting to see him on the show on the show. Yeah, but yes, that that show is hot garbage. Yeah, it was for me. It was one of the biggest like TV disappointments because I was such a fanatic yeah. uh, in high school, and then uh, just, I had yeah. I had hopes for it, and it just. Ugh. And I think. Well, like even after like season seven, it got worse when it brought on the girl from right. Mystic Pizza, and oh you're just like, "Well, this is some bullshit." <laughs> yeah, and then the Terminator. Yeah. Right, <laughs> Robert Patrick. And like, I'm like, I it's like they, it was like they did a nationwide search for the two people who had the least chemistry <laughs> on the planet. Yeah. Exactly. I, to be honest with you guys. I was like, this is like just a bunch of ennui. This is to not be supernatural. Honest with you guys, this I is thought just the ennui. guy that played cool. Cigarette Smoking Man was actually dead. And so when I saw oh, him in the show, I was like, what? How did they? How, what? Oh, what did they how did they, it? how did they do this? Because <laughs> I swear to God, I thought he was dead. Nope. <laughs> they should do it. They should do an origin series on just a cigarette smoking man. Yes. That would be. I would watch the shit out of that. Where he like That'd has his so first good. cigarette. <laughs> yeah, his first pack of Morley's. He's yeah. like nine years it's like, old. It's like the nineteen. <laughs> he lives in like, like the nineteen forties or some kids. They would get, just like, hey, what are you gonna be a little baby? You better smoke that cigarette. They would get no. They would get no advertisers. Chris <laughs> yeah. Carter, your new idea just <laughs> came through. You're welcome. Our show is our show's about a child who smokes. Yeah. The whole first season, he's just like twelve, smoking cigarettes. Right, it's an oh entire it's played out in real time of him trying to buy cigarettes for the first time. <laughs> and it plays out like Encyclopedia Brown. It's not even like X Files. Marlboro's like we want to advertise, but we're not allowed to advertise on television. Yeah, yeah. So we'll just product place everything. everything. <laughs> They name his dog Joe Camel. Yeah. He lives in the town of Marlboro. And his his dog's best friend could be Spuds McKenzie. There you go. Oh, For the drinkers. Again, it just is writing itself. Yep. That's brilliant. Our show. And then it can be rebooted. This isn't going to be on Fox. It'd be on like CMT or no, TNT. Be on Crackle. <laughs> crackle. Yeah, it's, it's Crackle. Not a sponsor. Yeah. You're right. Nailed it. That's Not it. a sponsor. Uh, <laughs> okay, so then what's next? All right, I'm. Oh, so we're just going from like the least watchable to the most watchable for the what, yeah. the worst ones. So I would say, I didn't watch. I haven't watched any of the twenty fours. So I'm just gonna bow gracefully out of that conversation. Watched, I think maybe this is where we could put Twin Peaks. <laughs> I'm okay with See, that. But I really like the new well, here's, Twin Peaks. Okay, it but, is. But here, but here, I I will, I will defend the new Twin Peaks if it comes to it. But I also understand one hundred percent why people hate it. I I, oh, yeah. I I get it. It is batshit. It was like it's like it was like watching a stroke, <laughs> and happening <laughs> in, in real time. And when I, I right, like this is like the stroke that you have inside your brain, but yeah. it was on TV. It is. Yeah, I still don't know what I watched, but I really, I want to say enjoyed, but I don't know if that's the right word. 
sure not, you can throw it at the basically, end. basically what i'm basically what i'm saying is i'm not gonna try to fight it being on the bottom because it's so divisive that i understand why it can be on the top and the bottom true so we can put it in both why don't we just put it in the number five spot? That would be it. Would be very that would be very X Files to appear in both for Twin Peaks to appear in both. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it loves to be two things. It at will once. be the peaks God. of each list. Oh, there dun, you dun, go. Dun. I'm sorry. I apologize. Oh. This is why you make the money. Um. So uh, that leaves us. I would say Arrested Development after X Files. I'm going to take off Bionic Woman and Knight Rider just because no one cared enough. Right, and I think Bionic Woman aired twice. <laughs> no, it was on for a while. <laughs> Somehow. I want to say it made it to a second season. Oh my god, they had a... No. Didn't they have a, the Wonder Woman series on NBC? Uh, it never aired. It never Which happened. Oh, it never, never aired. Yeah. Because oh, pictures shit. of the costume okay. leaked and everyone goes, mm, nope. <laughs> oh no. She's wearing she slacks. Like, she looked like an American Ninja Warrior contestant. Okay, yeah. I'm wrong. Bionic like, Woman close. only had eight. 13 episodes? <laughs> Two. Eight. It didn't even eight. make it to 13. Ooh. She didn't even get to use no. all of her powers in that time. Yeah, it was it was real bad. But Lucy, Lucy Hale was in that, right? Was she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did she play her sister? That sounds right. I did oh, too. I like Lucy Miguel Hale. Fuhrer was in it? Fur? Fur? I don't know how you say his last name. Miguel Ferrer. Who yes. was also in Twin Peaks. Yeah. George Clooney's cousin. And Isaiah Washington. Yes. Oh. Hey, remember when Michelle Ryan was a thing? Is that the guy who got hired yeah, a... or fired? Who's Michelle Ryan? The one who got fired. All right, yeah. so... Okay. So for the, long, for the longest time, I thought it was Jamie Alexander played the Bionic Woman. Oh, because they look identical. Yeah. She went to yeah. high school with one of my friends from college. Shit, that's right. Um, oh. Arrested Small Development, Fuller right. House, or V? Oh, God. This is what, you know, I would actually put. Luck. I'd go with Arrested there because it's still, it's still rewatchable. There's still, and there's stuff to like. Then wouldn't Fuller yeah. House, which is awful, and go it's there? <laughs> Look, you guys are wow, watching it wrong. Awful. Just get a bottle of champagne and watch it, and you'll be, be right as rain. Get a bottle of champagne, great. beat your heads, beat yourself over the head and with it, and then turn on just, something else. Just you know, get some. <laughs> right. Just get on some Moe Chandon, put on a face mask, and just watch it with your friends. <laughs> Throw that bottle straight at your TV. <laughs> Change, changing the chain. I think pick up the. Sh- Pick up the shards, open up a couple of veins. You guys are, it's as so good. As terrible as the rest so of the development <laughs> was, I think it's better than Fuller House. Okay. Is All everyone right. okay I'd with agree. that? Yes. All right. I agree with that. Now it's time for the top five. So, to recap, we have Battlestar right. Galactica, the Twilight Zone 80s reboot, DuckTales, Twin Peaks, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, Dallas Dynasty, Girl Meets World, Mystery Science Theater 3000 and One Day at a Time. Let's give everyone a veto. Uh, Jonathan, what do you take off? Uh, I take off for the top. Mm, I, I only want to take off stuff I've seen. I haven't seen Queer Eye, Dallas Dynasty, or Girl Meets World. Uh... I'll take off the Twilight Zone reboot. 
You Good have... call. I like it, but best, I don't know. It was kind of the first thing that popped in my mind. Damien, is there one you'll take off? You want to take off? I would take off Dynasty. All right. Becca? No, mine are good. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, mine are solid, man. I have awesome taste. Screw you guys. Mine are fantastic. Uh, I'll take off MST3K because I've only seen part of it. That leaves us with seven shows. We have to eliminate two of them. Um... Let's do. I think Twin Peaks can be taken off because remember we have it right there in the middle ground. Oh, that's true. It could be the bridge. Yeah, so we're just gonna leave that right there. All right, I'll take it off. Okay, um, so, no, I got gotcha. you. So I haven't seen Girl Meets World. I saw the pilot and I I hated it. Oh no! You didn't, you didn't have enough champagne. I, I'm well. I'm dead inside. Yeah. Right. I'm dead inside. <laughs> I can honestly say that almost every single episode of Girl Meets World made me cry. Wow. Jesus. So did Queer Eye. So We can edit this. I'm not ashamed. I am an empathetic person, and so Aww. I cry and a lot of times. Like, don't you have a daughter? Titty, yes. that's yeah. so cute. And a son. See, so, like, yeah, that, that skews your vision. Children ruin everything. <laughs> The year my son was born, I cried at three movies, and those movies were Star Trek, the reboot, because okay. he dies before getting to meet his son. Oh, and then, um, like in the opening scenes. In the opening scenes. You're yes. Yeah. Uh, I cried at Up, because Up is oh, the yeah, saddest beginning of any if, movie ever. Yeah, if you don't cry at Up, then you're a cyborg. Yeah. And the third one was Zombieland. <laughs> You cried. It was the. It was the. It was about the Twinkies. He talks about. He talks about. Didn't see that. He talks about his dog dying, um, over and over, and then towards the end of the movie, you realize it is not his dog; it is his son. He's talking about, and he. It shows his memories of his son before he died, and that was all the year my son was born, and so I was an emotional wreck. Wow. Yes. All right. So it's fun and terrible. So girl meets world comes off. (laughs) Jesus You son of a bitch Wait no Um, no, I would say keep girl meets world And get rid of ducktails Cause what the fuck guys Are we just gonna like give every single cartoon a pass Then we should do like Powerpuff Girls Or Or like Teen Titans Teen Titans I don't like you guys anymore Am I wrong Am I wrong You're not wrong I feel like cartoons don't count as reboots Thank you because really, really, they could just be pulling old drawings out anyway, and we wouldn't know. <laughs> like Disney it's a did for like animation 20 years. style. No, because like Disney did it for like thirty years. They would recycle the same, same you know, okay. cells for like, like dancing chickens. Here's a duck. Yeah. All right. Can we all agree that Battlestar Galactica is number one? I think so. Yeah. Yes. Uh, number yes. one. For sure. What should be number two? Who has strong opinions? Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna fight for Damien's choice of queer eye on this one because yeah. I remember when it first came out on um, Bravo, it was like this cultural juggernaut, like it yep. was like unstoppable. And I think you know they were trying, you know, like their tagline where they were showing it on Netflix was like when it first came out, they were fighting for um, acceptance. Is that what they said? Mm-hmm. I can't remember. 
And now they're, I, I, and I just, I think the way that they presented it was so poignant. And I think it's, I, I, I I've heard nothing but amazing things yeah, for, for it. it. And I'm because pumped. I, yeah, like I, you know, lived through the first one. Mm-hmm. Like a war. Um, now I lived through it and, and remember it being so like, you wanted to love it and talk about it to everybody, but you didn't know how many people were actually watching it because it was Queer Eye. Yeah. This yeah. is just like, it's universally appealing. Everyone is there. It's, I really love it. So, uh, and I think that this platform that it's on makes it more accessible too. So like people yes. aren't having to like buy cable. It's on Netflix. This is such a brilliant plan on and, their part. It's genius. And really the greatest thing about it is that they actually curse. Oh, nice. Which is hysterical. Yes. Yeah. Finally. Because like sometimes when you walk it, like when you, they would walk into a house and you see like how much of a disaster this human was, they would, you know, <laughs> you, you want to hear like the gay guy, like the super flamboyant one being like, what the hell is this? And, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Was his name Kristen? No, something Cressley? Preston Cressley? I can't remember. Carson Cressley. Carson, yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah, I would put that at number two. I'd probably put one day at a time at three because I, I would not be surprised if that shows up on like Emmy nominations next year. I heard the one of the storylines spoiler alert is the girl realizing that she's gay um and i've yep. heard they handle it phenomenally and it's just a great storyline um like i said i've watched several episodes yeah. but i haven't got that far into it and but i love what i've seen um it's on netflix i think season yeah. two just came out and okay. rita and rita moreno's so <gasps> good so good she's the grandmother yeah. Oh, sold. Fucking um, sold. Okay. Yeah. And like I said, former guest Stephen Tobolowski is on it. So, yeah, check it out. Yes. You guys. Perfect. All right. So, Dallas and Girl Meets World okay. fight for four and five. Or do they just tie? I have not watched uh, Dallas. Is it really good? Dallas, Dallas ran I- like four or five seasons and they like they had Larry Hagman before he died. Yeah. Oh, I, the same. I think but I then, watched the first but, season. But, it but was Girl good. Meets, Girl Meets World had um the the teacher, Mr. Mr. Feeney. What's his name? Mr. Feeney. Before he He's died. He's still alive. Yeah. Didn't he? William. Oh did he just die on the show? I don't know. I don't think he even died he on the show. He just died wait, no, he died in real life. He died in no, real he's life. Still right? alive. He's 90 years old, but not currently dead. Fuck off. Oh, well, then Dallas goes in the, the fourth spot because they had... Oh, yeah, they Hagman's had dead. Just be, I, like, he, he was on that show up until... I will death. say, one of my favorite parts of Girl Meets World is... Did you? Did all, everybody watch Boy Meets World? On and off, yeah. Um, yeah. So the bully that he had for several years on Boy Meets World... Uh, what was his name? He was like a greaser, which was weird because it was the 90s and not the 50s. Um, I can't type yeah. Girl Meets World, apparently. <laughs> he came back and is the janitor at the high school. Oh. And there's several... Wasn't it, wasn't it? No, he's Nathan one of Suffling? his like cronies. Um, Fame Scientologist? Oh. <gasps> Sorry. And 
he was right. like they brought him back and he's the janitor and i think there's an episode where like a kid's being picked on and he like stops them and tells them basically he was an asshole in high school and never grew out of it and his life has basically been shit because he didn't learn anything and um is now a janitor and it was very it was wow. very interesting but it was very good wow interesting Dang. but and they brought back everyone and that's why i loved it because i grew up i was the same age as those characters as they grew up so i like basically went through middle school and high school with them mm-hmm. um and they brought everyone back at some point um even if it was just for an episode but it was it was great see that's how i feel about gilmore girls same right, thing right but that was like we have to fill this oh, scene, so we're gonna have a minute with yeah. Jared Padalecki. Yeah, they're like let's well, bring and, back Babette. And this was more like, yeah. Okay. Let's do an entire episode about the dragonfly <laughs> and this concierge. One, yeah, he's fantastic. Which I'm okay um, with. The way they did this, like wait, which guy? Wait, sorry, which guy are you talking about? Are you talking about the guy that's in Rilo Kylie, or are you no, talking about a different Rilo? Guy? Ky- the guy from Rilo Kylie and Ethan Suppley were like his. Um, Cronies. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, ran around with him. Yeah, yeah, okay, I remember. Um, but like Corey's family all comes over for like a Thanksgiving. And so the mom and dad from the original show were on there, and Sean comes in and ends up dating one of the other main characters' moms. And it was it was organic how they brought him in. It wasn't just like, hey, we shoehorned this in just because we thought it'd be cool. Um, and even Minkus came back for a couple episodes. So <laughs> it's Whoa. even Minkus. You guys, it was like on Fuller House where DJ Tanner was like dating two guys at the same time, yes. and one of them was Steve from the original series, aka, Sorry, AKA, AKA remember some Aladdin. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Also. I was want to say he was on 90210 at one point. That's true. But I think he was Wait, like, how did we leave, how did we leave the original. reboot off? Okay. And he was like, our lists. Um, because I was in like 90210, the original was why I wanted to write for TV Guide. Because I found, I figured out that TV Guide found out what was happening on Beverly Hills 90210 before everyone else. <laughs> And I, was like, I was like, I that want to go to there. That's the mothership. <laughs> so when the when, when the reboot happened, I I covered it. I, I I liked a lot of it, but it just never it never got to that level of what the original was. Well, they cast actors from Degrassi, and I would rather yes, watch Degrassi right. than the new nine hundred two and zero. Exactly. And it came out at such a like precarious time because they had like Pretty Little Liars on, and then right. also a couple of other CW shows where everyone was like that. Nine hundred two and zero is not really like they kind of went it's to not, the OC format, right? Yeah. And then they spun Melrose Place off from nine hundred two and zero again, didn't they? Which was yeah. such a better reboot, like such it, that that was show it? did not get the shot it needed. Yeah, that's too bad. All right, so to recap, our top reboots are Battlestar Galactica, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, One Day at a Time, Dallas, and Girl Meets World, and our bottom are Heroes Reborn, Gilmore Girls, The X-Files, Fuller House, and Twin Peaks. 
So that brings us to plugs. Becca, you got anything to plug? Um, Personally, no, but I want to tell you guys about a TV show that I stumbled upon on Netflix called Lookalikes. And it's about um, a bunch of celebrity impersonators out of the UK. And it is the funniest. The first episode had me fucking in stitches. Like one of the guys who owns the agency is a David Beckham impersonator. And they've got a guy that looks like, um, oh, fuck, what's his name? Ricky Gervais from The Office, but like his character from The Office. It's so good and so bad. I love it. Just like the first episode. Don't watch all of them because they're not as great as the first one. But fuck, dude, it was so funny. It was so funny. Anyways, look alike. Jonathan? Uh, Depending on how fast I edit this podcast, Tune into the radical story of Patty Hearst on CNN uh, this Sunday. However, it's going to be available on CNN Go and all the streaming things for some time now. Uh, so proud of that show. I think it turned out really well. And uh, our our first night, they're, they're playing each night. They're playing two episodes or six total, which I think is actually a really smart thing to do. They, it, it kind of makes you get through the story faster because it, it is pretty. It, it is a pretty fast moving story so check that out i hope you like it um and also check out the new janelle monet uh music video i think i just got pregnant earlier mm. watching yes. the video yeah. <laughs> yeah i've heard good things there. damien you got any plugs uh okay so monday night uh, on the 26th i will be at tumblr headquarters in new york moderating a panel with cast members from gotham oh nice oh nice. wow so if you can't be there, you can follow along because they're doing a live Q&A and we're doing an answer time on Tumblr, I think, at like 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. Awesome. Is it going to be under like gotham.tumblr.com or what's the URL for that? Uh, I believe it is gothamxtumblr.splashthat.com. Okay, great. Yes. Perfect. And do you want people to know where to find you on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at Damien Holbrook. Same thing with Instagram. Excellent. Uh, I would plug this new game I'm playing that has only been out for 14 years called Mass <laughs> Effect. Uh, oh, I just, just bought Mass Effect yesterday, and I'm really enjoying a 14-year-old Xbox 360 game. So uh, check that out if you haven't already, which you probably have because it's really old in terms of gaming. Uh, yeah, isn't, aren't they on like Mass Effect 7 or something? Number like 4 came out like a year ago. It's like I just found a fascinating new show that I've been watching called 60 Minutes. <laughs> hey, sometimes I plug old stuff. You guys, this is going to knock your dick in the dirt. It's called Wikipedia. Have you guys, I, I woke up the other day, I had breakfast, I turned on my TV. Have you guys seen the Today Show? No, I hear people are talking about it. Oh, you're being serious. You guys are a bunch of dicks. <laughs> on that note thank you for listening to this episode of debate club if you enjoyed it please subscribe leave us a review on itunes page your friends at 911 and when they call you back let them know about the show debate club's music is Pottington bears chrome we'll be back next time to debate the nerd headlines together good night and good nerd <laughs> that's the episode
episodes of Bad Outfit Podcast. Oh, well, I, I do love me a Werner Herzog guest spot.